Good evening, and welcome to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to exhume the spirits of past television shows to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This will be a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season including some that ran only one episode, and some that never ran at all. With me, as always, is Noah Houlihan. I'm very well endowed, biologically. Really? Really, uh, scraping for this one. Could you, what was a better line? What was a better line in this show? Uh... Exactly! Uh, this week we're doing the 2009 pilot, Area 57. Yes, happy R.I. Pilot Month. Yep, uh, this was a Matthew Lillard vehicle. Yes, yes indeed. You may know him as Shaggy, or Freddie Prince Jr.'s friend. Or, you probably know him as the killer from Scream. Is he the killer in Scream? Yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, I- Oh, I've never seen Scream. Yeah. um, I thought the guy in the ghost mask was the killer. Who do you think was under the ghost mask? Ooh, I didn't consider that. So it was a Matthew Lillard vehicle in which he plays Lieutenant Colonel Isaac. Also, spoilers for Scream. Spoilers for a 23-year-old film. Just saying. Spoilers spoilers for Scream. Darth Vader, Luke's dad. Whoa, spoilers for Star Wars. Rosebud. His sled. Don't say who's... Don't ruin it. You'll ruin Citizen Kane if you say who's ah! Bit over. So let's get through this show. Oh, my God. Matthew Lillard is Colonel Isaac, and he is sent to... We see him in a car being driven to his next assignment. Yes, not Colonel Isaac from Dead Space. This is a different, less interesting man. Correct. Uh, Matthew Lillard is on his way, he's in like a Humvee, and he's on his way to Area 57, which is like Area 51, but six numbers higher. But not copyrighted. I, what, by what, the government? I don't know. <laughs> in the car, he is told there is an alien. Yes. Which, let, let's let's start here. Matthew Lillard is in this Humvee. And he's reading why he's going there. Right. He is not given the materials till he gets in the car because it's, it's a classified assignment. Yeah. Colonel Isaac, welcome to the research facility at Bride Lake, Nevada. You will now command the unit responsible for the care and analysis of ECA-65-3, the designation assigned to an extraterrestrial living here in captivity. Extraterrestrial? So... This is the question I want to ask throughout this episode. Is Matthew Lillard being brought here because he's the most qualified person? Or is Matthew Lillard being brought here because he's being punished? I think that's something that we were meant to find out. I don't. I think it's something they didn't bother to think about. Uh, I think it's one of the mysteries of like... Because a lot of what we hear is that he's fairly competent. Yeah. So. He's got like degrees in like biology and he has like 
all these hopes and dreams to help the world and stuff. Yeah, so what we see of him, he's reasonably competent. Uh, we have to hear that because we don't really see it. No. Like at all. No. And it's so, very confusing. Uh, I didn't catch the character's name, but he is greeted by uh, Jane Lynch. Oh, I do not plan to use character names this entire podcast. Uh, Jane Lynch, you know from films such as Best in Show. Yes. And her star turn as Sue Sylvester on Glee. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, This was right before Glee, so I think it really worked out for her that this didn't get picked up. Yes, she is supposed to be, and that's something you're going to hear a lot from me, is the word supposed to, uh, be the worry wart. Yeah, she's like a hypochondriac. She's afraid of... She's afraid of the wind? Uh, Because they are near a nuclear test zone. Yeah. She's afraid of when the wind blows from the south because it's radioactive. But she's the only one that's afraid of it. It might be the only sane man situation of like... Because there's also an alarm when the wind blows from the south. And other people react to it. uh, That is true. That is true. So... I think the juxtaposition is that the general does not care about anything. I think that's what you're thinking of. And we are brought into... We meet the general who is beating the hell out of this little man. Yeah. And the joke, air quotes ahoy, is that this little guy uh, is the most positive man on the planet. Uh, You know who he reminds me of? Have you seen the movie Pocahontas? Yeah. Wiggins? Uh, Governor Ratcliffe's, like, yes man. Oh, I was going to say more of, like, a Smithers... Or that, they're not dissimilar characters. Like, like I don't. Wiggins wanna... is more positive and like cheerful yeah, in that like, way. I, Smithers or like Kip is a bad uh, comparison. Kip from uh, Futurama, Futurama, because no matter what abuse he's taking, he's still legitimately happy. Yeah, that's Wiggins. He's not putting on a happy face. He's just taking it and like, oh, excellent punch, sir. Yeah. We discussed that the general does not like the word extraterrestrial or alien. Yes. And it's an extended, not very good joke where he calls him a different nationality every time. Yeah, because it starts with... We have a guest here, Colonel. A guest that your government considers so important that this entire complex, all of these buildings, everything that you see was built just to accommodate this... this visitor. Is it from another planet? Maybe. Or is it some kind of Chinese person? And then there's like a beat of silence where like everyone in the scene, including us, the audience, are just uncomfortable. Yeah, and then it's broken by the alarm with the winds from the south. And then they call the alien an Eskimo. So at at this point, the audience surrogate is supposed to be Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Because we're entering this world with him. So he's he represents us. Correct. I hate him. I hate his stupid face and I hate how he's handling every situation. Now to be fair, at this point, I don't hate him yet. Uh cuz at this point he has just said to the general, essentially like I intend to do my duty, I intend to do a good job. Mm-hmm. He's not an idiot yet. Yet, being the key word. Yeah, and I think there actually might be a little bit of a point to when he becomes an idiot, when he splits from being an everyman to a bumbler, and we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, And then we meet Dr. Lin, 
Dr. Lin is... The young female doctor. Yes. Who is tending to the visitor. Yes, and informs us that the visitor has died. And then, like, Isaac thinks it's a joke. But like, no. that he's getting hazed. It's not a joke. And I hated the way he said that. Meet your new team leader, Colonel Stephen Isaac. It's dead. What? I, I was monitoring its vitals an hour ago, and... and, and... Wait, wait. Dead, you say? It's gone, General. This is a joke, right? You... This is a joke. I think you just don't like him as an actor. No, I love Matthew Lillard. Oh. I am actually a big fan of his. He was in Hackers. Okay. Uh, He's just terrible in this show. This is a joke. Like, why would you... You're on a military base. Like, that's something that if you're in the military, you would never say to your superior. True. (laughs) Uh, We find out that this has been called Project Martini. Uh, it is being shut down and everyone's going to ship out in two hours. And, and this is met with mass rejoicing. Yes, a bunch of people rejoice. Uh, this is where we see, and this is where we get the big Noah laugh of the episode. And that is, as they're all trying to leave, uh, they bring up the person he was going to be replacing. Yeah. And the reason he was replacing him was because the visitor gave him information that he could use to gamble. Because No, he convinced him that, that there was a cow. cows could predict the future. And a cow could predict the future. And they show him being, like, carried off, and he's just screaming, I need to get to Vegas. Wait, wait, let me go. 49ers are a lot. Hey, talk to the cow if you don't believe me. Buttercup knows. Buttercup knows. And then... Matthew Lillard says, well, what happened to the cow? And there's a shot of a cow being dragged away by a helicopter. Yeah, like very, like almost like the goat that gets fed to the raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's just there and then it's gone. And I giggled. And it's a weirdly expensive shot. Like it's probably not terribly expensive. But for a pilot, it's like a lot of things in this show look reasonably expensive this show looked super expensive there's not a set to be found like we are not on the back lot of of something they're in airplane hangars and like things that were built they're out they're really outside a lot yeah and outside is notoriously a little tricky yeah so like they clearly found a location to do this and like for the most part, you'd say that it's not very expensive because it's like, oh, they just found an empty hangar and filmed in it. But no, they built like a weird QB cell and it looks like this is such an expensive show. They built him like what I can only call a magneto cell. Yes, he's in a magneto cell. It Oh, it looks so expensive. Oh, so <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Wants to see the body of the the visitor. Because he's come out here for nothing, I guess. And uh, then the guy who was meant to be in charge of this mission... Uh Uh-huh. Spills his coffee on him. Yeah. And Uh, that... Spills his coffee on the corpse of the alien. Yeah. Way to go, audience surrogate. And uh, brings the visitor back to life. Which is our first, like, confusing, this makes no sense thing. I think what they meant to establish is everyone hates being there. 
they were all going to leave, Matthew Lillard screwed it up. So right. now everyone hates Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Because they're trying to justify why he's then treated the way he's treated. Yeah. Which this is not. It's not. <laughs> now, at this point, we have not seen the alien. Yeah, because he's been busy being dead. And there's a moment where they're trying to build romantic tension between Lind and Isaac. Really? You think? I, I think they're trying to. When Isaac says something and Lynn tells him, it's like... Look at the facial features. It's so sad. One small step for man. One giant leap backwards for mankind. What a beautifully sad and poetic way of putting it. Thank you. My mom always made sure that us boys were uh, very well read. Well, that's that's very important for children. It is. But, like, the performances sell less than no chemistry? Yeah. So, uh, they, they bring him back to life. Everyone hates Matthew Lillard because now they have to all go back to work. Uh, and then we get to see the alien... Talk to Matthew Lillard. Who plays him? Who plays him? No. It's it's Paul Rubin. Uh, he looks kind of like the alien that Alan, Alan Rickman plays in Galaxy Quest, but not as good. Almost like they shared a director. Oh, did I hit something? You did. Nice points. But if you took all of the things that were great about Alan Rickman's character in Galaxy Quest... Uh, you would have none of the things in this character. Yeah, the the basic crux of this is the alien is a douchebag. And he really is. So, in the first conversation that Matthew Lillard has with the alien, he's trying to, like, reach him. And uh, he said, the alien says something like, Exactly what are your qualifications for this assignment? Colonel Stephen Isaac. Shall I repeat the question? No. I graduated from the United States Air Force Academy with a degree in strategical studies. I then received an endowment to continue my research in cellular biology. After I graduated... Endowment? I received a generous endowment... Um, and then I went Look, into advanced weaponry systems. That's Dr. Lin. I'm not really... Oh. Uh-huh. Don't you just love Dr. Lin? Yeah, she seems very committed to her work. Well, the men all regard her as a perfect physical specimen. <laughs> um, she is what General Fogel would call a real hot number. <laughs> He was my old CEO back in McGuire. He was never really one to mince words, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Which Whatever is, he says. When he's, like, we've now hit the turning point where he's stupid. He's supposed to be in charge. He is in charge of this now. And this is his first interaction with the visitor. Right. And he's going to talk about the attractive nature of the doctor. Stupid. And it's also just very dumb because, like, you would answer that question in a much different way at work where you'd be like, you know, she would be considered an attractive female on your planet. Yes. What is your point? Like. Yeah. 
Uh, and the other thing is, like, he he mentions why he's qualified for this. And this is where he says something like... The, his, someone, he's endowed with multiple degrees. Yes, in biology and things like that. So then when Jane Lynch comes back in, the visitor says... The colonel was just expressing his love for Dr. Lynn. Oh, no, he was, uh, he was saying, or uh, it was saying... Which one is it, by the way? Is it he or it? According to Colonel Isaac, Dr. Lin is hot number, which I'm assuming is a compliment. This is inappropriate. Well, hold on a second. That, um, very, I'm very uncomfortable. Well, just hold on one minute there. Oh, the Colonel also informed me he is endowed. Huh? Okay, we need to stop there. Generously endowed. And Jane Lynch loses it in the only time where I laugh. I hate this. Oh, it's It's cringy. And not very good. We established before this scene that they've been on this base for 40 years dealing with this visitor. Do you think Jane Lynch, who's been experienced here for decades, would go, oh, the new guy's a scumbag, or the visitor's doing the thing he's been doing for the last 40 years? Yeah, they do refer to him repeatedly as manipulative before this. It seemed like it was contrived... To set Lillard up. Yeah, how are you not on to this? You're all on the same team! How do you not immediately read, oh, the alien's doing the thing the alien does? Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Oh, so... What happens next? Is this the spaceship scene? Um, we have the, uh, the bus is on fire. The bus that they were all supposed to take catches fire. What happened here? I don't know. I was... Checking my notes on something else when this happened. The oh, bus. I watched all of it. I don't know why the bus was on fire. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Maybe we we're supposed to be like, oh, the alien did it or whatever. But the alien didn't need to do it because Matthew Lillard already brought him back to life. This is dumb. Yeah, I mean, we do establish that the alien has telekinetic powers before the end of the episode. Yeah, so maybe that you, you want to dissect the possible lore of this show. Maybe the visitor did it. But in the grand scheme of things, man, does this not matter. True. Uh, and then we go and we just have an unnecessary scene of Isaac looking at the alien spacecraft. Which was like to show how much money this pilot had. I disagree that it's unnecessary because this establishes why they're doing things. Because he he looks at this big, grand spaceship. Yeah. And he, he like invests investigates it and it looks beautiful like they do a good job it's clearly not really there yeah but like the it's really good cgi and i don't know when this came out 2008 2008 like 10 years ago that's pretty good cgi all right maybe i think it was in the um spring 2009 pilot season okay so matthew goes to investigate it he touches it it shocks him he throws against a wall and he basically loses control of part of, of his body yeah he essentially has a seizure I felt like it was more of like when Jar Jar Binks sticks his head in the pod racer beam. Yeah, fair. He's just kind of like, I'm messed up now. And he's like, I touched it. I touched the spaceship. And the general handles this better because general's like, you touched the spaceship? Yeah, you touched the spaceship. And that's what I wanted to see for more of the show. Of Mm -hmm. like him reacting and everybody else being like, this is normal. Right. Uh, And they're, they're also putting him on probation. Yes. When this is happening. So Matthew Lillard is trying to argue 
at this point that he shouldn't be put on probation. But his face is all messed up. So Matthew Lillard is acting the hell out of this scene. He's trying, man. He's acting. We need a word with you, Colonel. Sir, I touched the spaceship. You what? I touched it. We're placing you on probation, Colonel Isaac. Probation? Why are you playing on probation? You have engaged in inappropriate behavior and suggestive language. Oh, he must have touched the disc. Was there a static charge? Ah, yeah, you'll be all right. I hit the wall. You may lose a little bit of hair, a couple of fingernails. I think it's time we put some kind of sign on that son bitch. Oh, that's an excellent idea, General. I thought it was good. And this will explain the process of your probation, the steps you need to take, and your obligations to rectify this. And there's a website listed. Like he's he's acting the hell out of this. He's trying so hard because he's completely committed to the fact that part of his body doesn't work, but he's still in the scene trying so hard. The problem is this doesn't make any sense. And because they like they make some sort of joke like we should put a sign up. Yeah, like technically it's an OSHA violation. Yeah. So the idea is that they've been here for forty years and and no one's been trying. Yeah. For 40 years, no one has tried. And I think this is a problem that we needed to establish Matthew Lillard's characters being more by the book and more strict and stern. Yeah. Before he walks around, like, touching stuff. Because we then get a scene, and this is, like, important. Uh, He's talking to a scientist and the happy guy. And he's like, what have you learned from the science? What have you learned from the visitors? And the happy guy says, Well, we are weeks, if not days, away from locating... From locating the, uh... The door. The door. Door? And he's like, you haven't gotten anything from them, have you? And they're like, no. And this is establishing, like, it's been 40 years and... He's just been a jerk to people. No progress. This is why everyone is... Frustrated. Out. This is why everyone wanted to go home. This is why nobody cares. Uh, the problem that this like is bringing up is like why is Matthew Lillard brought in? Right. This this again brings up the problem of is he being punished for being an idiot somewhere else, or is he the best man for this job? Because once he finds out, oh, you haven't got anything, he goes in. He's like, I'm gonna get something out of the alien. Yeah. Like, he then suddenly becomes a leader. And he tells off the alien really viciously. And the alien pretends to cry in a really obvious wounded gazelle. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Lillard immediately falls for it. And Isaac. Isaac immediately fa- uh, falls for it. And they become friends. And uh, the visitor then gives him... A rare metamorphic rock from my planet. Yeah, this rare stone. And Noah immediately when we were watching it went, that's poop. It's poop. It's got, It's going to end up being poop. I bet you it's poop. And then Isaac plays into the joke with that the general's been calling it all the uh, different names. And he goes, oh, the Mexican. And Irene goes, whoa! Yeah, you can't say that. But, like, we then cut, like, after he gets the stone, we cut to him leading a, like, a press conference with the people that are there. Yeah, he's, like, doing a big ceremony to announce he's gotten something from him. He was on probation minutes ago! Yep. Like, it's, it's the same day! Like, yeah. it's not even like this, this is 
pilot is a bunch of like time. He went from I don't know why I'm he- why I'm here to everyone get together. I have an announcement after being put on probation. Yeah, in like less than six hours. What is happening? Um. So then he shows everybody the rock with great ceremony and is met with panic. Yeah, everyone panics. They and. Like a hazmat team comes and cleans and like starts hitting him with a and starts a like power hosing washer. him down. Yeah, and then that ends. Yep. We never find out what it was, what it was going to do, and why people are panicking. Nope. That scene just ends. And then the general and his servant are playing golf. Mm. Uh, just to to clearly state this, general is hitting golf balls, and the happy guy is trying to catch them? Yeah. I mean, he's firing them at him. He's, like, measuring how far they go. Yeah, I don't... uh, I don't know what's going on here. I think he's trying to hit them into something. Perhaps. I don't know, but it's very dumb. Uh, But Isaac approaches the general and announces that his resolve is steel and the general can count on him, and then we get our clue as to why Lillard got the job. It's because he's enthusiastic and optimistic, and the general thinks he could last months, maybe even a year. And then, this is the moment of maximum confusion for me. Yeah. A jeep falls from the sky. Yep. Smashes very close to where the general had just been. And the general's response is, ah, my golf club. Yeah. Which actually, and then like... He turns and the visitor is out playing basketball because apparently he gets to leave his cell. Yeah, he gets recreation time. And just kind of like gives Matthew Lillard a look. Almost as if it implied that the general didn't see the truck. Like he just looked over and his golf club was broken. Well, he's also messing with the basketball a bunch, like doing supernatural things with it. So I think it's more of signaling what his power is to Lillard. And like that way, like, look what I can do. Don't make my life too hard. <sighs> and then it just ends. Yeah. Um. So I read, uh, there isn't a lot of research on this. A lot of people found this and have reviewed it. And we seem to be in the minority. A lot of people thought this was very funny. Wow. In other, I don't know. I really didn't like this. What? Oh my god. I I think the problem is it asks us to believe everyone is too stupid. There is... And Lillard needed to be established as being brilliant to make his fall work. Instead, he's established as kind of just a guy. So when he ends up being an idiot, we're like, well, yeah, he's just kind of a guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no reason to like him. He's not good at anything. Nope. And, like, the show was only a half hour, right? Yep. This, this wasn't, like, an hour thing. Uh, it was a pilot, so it was about 22 minutes. By the end of it, it feels hopeless. Yeah. Like, no one has ever gotten one over on the alien in 40 years. So, why would we think that things were going to get better? And more importantly... What is the goal? Yeah, like, I think this needed to end, this show, to be effective, needed to end with uh, Lillard getting a small victory over the alien. 
I this is how it should have ended. It should have ended with uh Matthew Lillard saying something like, Don't worry, I've dealt with one before. Yeah. Or or something even like crazier of like his species killed my wife. Let's just, not jump right to uh stuffing a woman in the fridge. I'm just saying like or his partner or something. Something where like he would have motivation to continue. Yeah. Because all his Even only... if it's like the standard motivation of uh the devil like think about like the devil wears Prada. If he lasts a year here, he can write his ticket. Right. But like his motivation is I want to do a good job. Yeah. I I it's not even I want to do a good job. His motivation is that he's very smart. And he wants to do something to help the world. He says something along those lines. Right. There is no evidence through the entire episode that that can happen in this location. It's true. We don't really have any idea or any proof that Matthew Lillard can do anything in this. Because, like, even something like, uh, you instead of them having gotten nowhere, one of them should have said something like, I saw him open it once. And inside the spaceship was treasure. Something. Yeah. Inside was MacGuffin. And this way would be like, okay, goal. Yeah. Something to want to happen. The show needs an objective. Matthew Lillard's character needs an objective. Mm-hmm. This or, is... or maybe something to make the alien likable. Right. S- something where it's just like, after he screamed at him and stuff like that, he says something like, you've kept me prisoner for 40 years. Yeah. Don't I get to have a little fun? Yeah, like, like, does he want to go home? We don't know. Does he just want to bother people? Maybe. Because that's the only thing we see him do. I think it would have been narratively satisfying if Lillard had gotten something very small over the alien mm-hmm. that leads him to essentially be like, it is war. And yeah. set up this rivalry. Mm-hmm. But... So, uh, closing remarks. Oh my god. This is, this was such a frustrating watch. And we go into this thinking, like, it's a pilot and should it stay doomed? Where would this go? I have no idea. Like, to say that this should not stay doomed would mean that there's something unanswered that needs to be said and like I've been racking my brain about this since we've watched it for some sort of thread for why this would be a weekly show where we need to know what's happening every week with these characters and I have nothing there are no stakes nope because like everyone he's with has already given up so why should we care yeah if every single character doesn't uh, they say that those are the eight most dangerous words in fiction. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happens to these people. Mm-hmm. That's eight. I counted on my fingers, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the, like, I don't care about anybody. I don't care about, mm-hmm. like, they're clearly trying to manufacture sexual tension mm-hmm. between Isaac and Lynn. I didn't even get that. But there wasn't any <laughs> chemistry. Um, the only character I kind of liked was Irene. Uh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. I understood. Yeah, Jane Lynch. I 
Jane Lynch was the only character that at least had self-preservation. So we actually saw her care about herself. Every other person there doesn't even care about their own life. Right. (laughs) So why would I care? Oh. So this is a this is a hard stay doomed for me. It's hard. You're zero and two, Mister Rubens. Yeah, come on, come on, Pee Wee. Oh, man, it's just like it's unfortunate, and it's not even to me. It wasn't even a fun stay doomed. Like, no, we we've had ones in the past where it's like this is worth watching and seeing because this that and the other thing. Yeah, like this is dumb. Like how we were saying, it's worth watching Heat Vision and Jack. Yeah. Even though I don't believe it should become a show, it's worth watching that pilot and seeing what it is. Yeah. This has no value to me at all. No. This is just a rough... It's just a boring 20 minutes. Like, it kind of just... It reminds me of just like a subpar student film. Yeah. I I could totally get that. Uh, It looks more expensive because they use the university's really expensive cameras. Yeah. Uh... And they're Air Force Base. Uh, but yeah, there's there's nothing to this. And it's just... Oh, it, it made me very angry. <laughs> yeah, this is a hard stay doomed for yeah. me. It's not the worst thing we've watched on the show. It's the worst one episode we've watched, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So, I don't know why this is number three on R.I. Pilots. But uh, Reddit, you... You need to upvote better, because this was not a good time. I think it might be because of uh, Paul Rubens, and to be fair, the uh, the premise did sound more fun. Yeah, but it just it made And it's only sad. got 25 upvotes. This is not a well-trafficked subreddit. No, I guess you're right. <laughs> so what, what are we doing next week? <laughs> the unaired pilot of the Lovecraftian steampunk black comedy by the makers of Hellboy... Starring Paul Giamatti and David. No, no, Hy- we did this. We also we already did this bit too. Oh, but I still like the show. Yeah, we already did the Amazing Screw On Head. I was hoping you'd forget. I like. What, what are you just gonna watch it again? Yeah. Do another episode on it? Yeah. I don't think our audience would like that. Friend of the podcast, Jeff Stormer, would like that. What are we watching next week? Generation X from 1996, a live-action X-Men spinoff, mutant teens with superhuman powers fight a renegade physicist with an evil mind-control scheme. Characters include Emma Frost, Banshee, and Jubilee, filmed in the X-Men movie Mansion. I think this will be interesting. Gotta hope so. Yeah, we're sending R.I. pilots hopefully off with a a good ending here. And uh, hopefully by the time we record that one, we'll know what next month's theme is. Yeah. We're not sure yet because we left a poll up and you need to tell us whether or not it's okay for us to do Razzie movies. Yeah. Please let us do Razzie movies. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, the nominations for the Razzie movies are coming out today. Unfortunately, we record these in advance, so we don't know what they are yet. No, we do As not. of recording. But you can probably Google it right now if you're listening. Yeah, go ahead and take a look. Uh, Laura... Where can people reach out to us? You can email us at thestaydoomedshow at gmail.com or you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Stay Doomed. And uh, if you just want to talk to me about Paul Rubens and how he fell from grace and how, for some reason, I still like him despite the disappointment he leaves me with inside, I'm at TV's Noah. And if you want us to do another episode about the amazing screw on head, I'm at Priorities. 
Until next time, stay doomed.